Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I think it's fair to say that it's been a while since a case has garnered so much attention for just the kind of utter revulsion that people felt when they heard the facts of the case of the two German shepherds in Richfield who had escaped their fenced enclosure uh, for reasons unknown, maybe a bear, maybe another animal. But these two German shepherds were beloved pets. They were 10 years old and they were out running in the woods. Uh, and according to this uh, man who was accused of killing them and then after killing them, beheading and skinning them and now being accused of forgery and all kinds of other crimes, um, he says they were running after deer and he shot them with a crossbow. He thought they were coyotes. And, of course, then when he went up to them, I guess he's maintaining that he still thought they were coyotes. We'll get to that. And then he proceeded to try and dress them to be able to brag about them and have them as pelts. When he took them to a taxidermist, a taxidermist said, no, thank you very much. And somehow, we're not sure if it's exactly the taxidermist or a friend of the taxidermist, somebody called the poor family that had been looking for their dogs now for close to a month and alerted them to what happened to the dogs. In the wake of that, this gentleman has been accused of a variety of crimes, but not animal cruelty. And there's a petition now that's garnered, when last I looked last night, over 107,000 signatures that people are clamoring that the charges against him need to include animal cruelty. Joining us right now, as a professional criminal defense counsel in our neighborhood, Bill Westcott, who has a very, very extensive pedigree and experience in arguing many, many trial verdicts, appellate verdicts. He has gotten many acquittals for his clients. He is a partner with Maya Murphy, PC of Westport, where he is a partner in the firm. He's a graduate of Northwestern and UConn School of Law, and uh, altogether very, very um, experienced, knowledgeable criminal defense attorney. Bill Westcott joins us now because as it happens, he was also in the courtroom in Danbury, and he can tell us about what happened. Hello, Bill Westcott, and thank you so much for coming on the show today. Hello. Oh, hello, and thank you so much for having me. Um, so, yeah. so, tell us, tell us. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is um, I was didn't happen to be aware of this case, which is an unusual for me. I'm busy looking at my own cases and uh, don't always know what's being put in the media and stuff. 
I was in the Danbury court on a completely separate matter, and I said to a friend of mine, why are there you know, a million people here milling around? And they said, oh, it's the, the dog case. And I said, the dog case, tell me more. And uh, you just gave a very good rendition of uh, what, what the facts were. It started out, um, it started out as, a, as a fairly plausible, um, almost, and keep in, mind, keep in mind that you mentioned at the top, Lisa, that um, this case has got so much attention. It's also, as does happen, gotten the unique attention that, that the so-called animal cases get. And mm-hmm. they can become kind of a thing of their own. They can bring a lot of strong emotions out on, on both sides. Um, so there was a lot of that kind of energy in the room. You know, it was palpable. It wasn't just that um, when I got there, there were so many people. It just had that energy. Like there was a bunch of people that were did not have cases down that were waiting for something. Yeah. And what I was going to say is that um, it started out sounding plausible enough. I listened to the uh, program application for the accelerated rehabilitation and his attorney, who, who, by the way, just neutrally speaking, I thought did a very, very good job. Um, likewise, the, the state's attorney, David Applegate, who I've uh, known for a long while, but very professionally handling the matter. Um, it sounds like, hey, I was out hunting. A um, couple of uh, animals came running out that appeared to me to be coyotes. They uh, did not have collars and tags on because we later find out that, as you said, they think it was a bear knocked down the fencing mm-hmm. uh, a day or so earlier in the yard that they were usually in. And so they were out loose. And the hunter observed them both chasing a deer and thought they appeared to be coyotes, uh, shot one, and then the other kind of came closer and shot the second one. Um, defense counsel, uh, in, in explaining this, did did some pretty resourceful stuff, I thought. He pointed out that the National Wildlife Foundation uh, gives the following definition of a coyote, uh, you know, certain type of uh, wild animal, blah, blah, um, which can be confused for a German shepherd. So yeah, it's it true. Out, they can yeah, be. They can be. Yeah, yes. and they didn't have tags on. They didn't have collars, and they were chasing a deer. Yeah. And it started out... Um, Sounding like, geez, what a tragedy. But I, I suppose a lot of people right. could see how that could have happened. And then you learn the stuff about what you went through with the taxidermist and that the, the taxidermist said, We're gonna, you, those are canines, get them out of here. And, the, and so then he decided he'd do his own taxidermy at home and then they found him. And the prosecutor noted that um, one of the dogs was fixed. The other one had had a hysterectomy mm-hmm. and um, pointed out to the judge, you know, Coyotes, wild animals don't have um, surgeries. Scars. Although I said, yeah, right. although I said to the lawyer next to me, you know, you never know. Fairfield County coyotes might have some work done. But <laughs> well, but here's the thing, Bill. Here's the thing. Any any person, and particularly a hunter, okay, when they walk up to the animal, they know immediately what kind of animal it is. In other words, what you just started saying about how reasonable it might have been from a distance. I think that there's an argument for that, for sure. But you walk up to the animal, you know right away. You know right away. You don't have to see a scar. You know right away. I'm sorry. Sure, sure. Well, that's you're, you're absolutely right, and it's it's interesting um, because, again, I, I was unfamiliar with the case, just as happened to be. So I'm hearing it all, and um, I you're pretty much – 
you're pretty much detailing the process I went through, um, which is, hey, you know, wow, you see how this happens. And then it just starts to become not only untenable, somewhat bizarre, uh, one of the most um, poignant moments. Uh, one of those, you know, it's interesting. You, you, criminal defense attorneys, I think we admit we get a little jaded sometimes because we see so, certain things day in and day out. But it's a good example of how even after 25 years, you can go to court and see something you never would have imagined. Um, the, the victim spoke to the judge, very understandably presented what they had been through. I, I will tell you, having witnessed a lot of these, I, I thought they were very reasonable and down the middle. Um, you know, sometimes these animal cases go a little too far afield for what the court is really there to deal with. Um, they were very reasonable people. They spoke thoughtfully. So apparently, but what came up, one of those under the category of things I don't think I'll ever forget, um, the, the woman who had lost the dogs was speaking and pointed out how he had done his own kind of amateur taxidermy of them and tried to skin oh. and cure the hides and oh. didn't know what he was doing, so he ruined uh. them. Oh and God. apparently, apparently the dogs had been beheaded and the heads had to this day not been recovered. And it's one of those things, you know, it's like you'll never forget as long as you live when the the victim turned to the defendant and said, and I still want to know where are the heads? Oi. And it Oi. just kind of left, left all the air, you know, right out of the room. Wow. Oh, Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We're chatting with Bill Westcott, criminal defense attorney. It's, um, you know, it's the thing about animals is that in our law, and we discuss this a lot on the show, the Connecticut law is pretty uh, clear-cut and rather, uh, in my opinion, unfairly unnuanced when it comes to our laws about property and animals. I just think it needs to be better, and I think it could be better. Um, this um, idea, it, it, it this idea be, yeah. that, that dogs are strictly chattel, or pets, frankly, are strictly chattel, is absurd to the average reasonable human. It just doesn't make any sense. There needs to be another category. I agree. The, um, you, I think I heard you mentioning many people are curious why uh, he wasn't charged with cruelty to animals. Um, the, the, you're, you're right. The statute um, in our cruelty to animal law is, is pretty, pretty black and white, pretty um, clear about situations it covers and thereby not, situated, not covering others. Essentially an accidental killing um wouldn't come under the purview of our statute um so and 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 indeed 
an intentional killing would, but when you look at the language of the statute, it's not so much geared towards the nefarious killing of animals as much as it, it has a lot of language of instances should you deny them sustenance, starve them to death, or actually maim them while, while they're still being living or torture them or do something as says in cruelty to animals. So it, it, is, um, it, it is something that you have to ask how it may or may not fit the scenario we're talking about because you know, every everything, this goes back to what we were just talking about, the, sort of the two minds you have of this case as you hear it and then as you hear the conclusion. Um, I, if, he, if you still can accept that he reasonably made a mistake in killing the, the, the dogs, if you accept that, and I'm not saying whether one should or shouldn't, uh, but if you accept that that initial part was in, was accidental, that wouldn't come within our statute. It's not an intentional killing of an animal, um, of, a, of a domesticated pet, that is. But then everything you hear afterwards um, becomes so, you know, to many people revolting um, that, that it feels like it ought to apply to cruelty to animals, although unfortunately you're all talking about the most upsetting things happened after they were already deceased. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Bill Westcott, that what this case does to me is it shocks the conscience, right? That's a phrase that we as lawyers know. We see it from time to time. And I think it's the shocking the conscience aspect of this that has so many people really upset. You know, I don't know if you were familiar with the facts of the Bobby Durst case years ago. But I was yes, very I familiar am. with them. My former law partner and very dear friend, Ellen Strauss, was one of the testifying witnesses and one of the dogged people determined to get him for Kathy Durst's murder. Anyway, do you remember that uh, Bobby Durst back in Texas was convicted? Now, this is really interesting. He was convicted of the dismemberment of Morris Dees, a 70-plus-year-old man that he had met down there. But he was not convicted of his murder. But he was convicted of cutting him up. Yes, and in, I do and remember that. Do you remember that? Do you remember that in I Texas? I do. I do. I followed that case. I, mm-hmm. I was actually very aware of that case before they did the big Netflix feature on it, and I watched okay. that as well. So I, I am, I am very familiar. So yeah. here's my point, Bill. Ready? You may yeah. remember that dismembering in Texas was only a misdemeanor, and Bobby Durst never served felony time for dismembering a human. Yes. Okay, so now I'm just thinking of that as we're talking about what happened to these poor dogs, right? The law is not necessarily what humans would think the law should be. Even cutting up a human was a misdemeanor in Texas. A human. Well, yeah, you know, um, it, it, it does shock the conscience in some sense, and it certainly shocks the conscience in our modern sensibilities. Um, but what you find when you go back and look at those laws is they're almost more like public health laws as far as how they, they came about. Um, you know, there's there's all types of, for understandable reasons, public health laws. If you run a funeral home or you have a hospital where you have deceased persons, um, that the things you can do to store them, dispose of them, arrange for them. And so the... The laws that then kind of percolate up from that, that, you know, you can't be out there just kind of, you know, for, for, forgive, forgive the bluntness, you know, kind of, kind of playing with a corpse, right, and cutting it up. Well, saying, it hey, seems like you can, here. though. That's the problem. Yeah, hey, Bill. It does, it, it does seem like you can. It does seem like you can. Is, 
Yeah, it's but Bill, I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to run oh. to the next thing. I just want to ask you very quickly. Can you sum up? Yeah. Now that the judge has denied accelerated rehabilitation to this man, Michael Konchak, what happens next? Well, the, the accelerated rehabilitation was a chance for him to to get kind of a, a first offender program, a get out of jail free card. Say, hey, listen, I'm 62. Um, I've got a clean record. I'm in the military. They stress that. And, you know, let, let me kind of draw on that and make a special finding that this was an anomalous thing and I'm not likely to have a problem like this again. And let me just be on a probationary period of time, not actual probation to follow the conviction. And then if you do everything OK, everything gets dismissed. Um, anyone can apply for that when they're charged with various types of crimes, most misdemeanors. Now that that's denied, that, if it were granted, would have taken him out of the system of prosecution as a person facing prosecution being accused of the state's attorney proven crime so he's now facing the crime they're not going to resolve the case unless he agrees to plead guilty and if he doesn't do that they'll go to a trial okay well thank you very much bill westcott for joining us you're with maya murphy in westport criminal defense attorney we appreciate your your comments uh and your your knowledge on the subject of criminal defense we'll have you back on thanks so much for coming on the show today Thank you for having me. Have a nice day. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.